Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Thought we might start with, uh, you know, something cultured. Is there's a lot of uh, madness going on, and uh, this might just help. Mm. Sort of smooth things over. A rock, a mm. river, mm-hmm. a tree. Right. Feel better about things? Um, Let me give it to you one more time. A rock, okay. a river, a tree. Beautiful. I, I do not Beautiful. feel better. It really? I mean, granted, mm. I'm just a jaded individual. What if I were to say the question to everyone's answer mm. is usually asked from within. But the patterns of the rain and the truth they contain have written my life on your skin. Would that make you feel better? Nope. Okay. Hmm. Wow. So poetry's not doing it for you. Oh, I, it never does. <laughs> poetry sucks as a general rule. Let's be honest. All right. Sorry. Hmm. I'm just. I'm not. I'm not your intended audience. I think is the problem. Yeah. Apparently not. Hmm. All right. Well, that's fine. That's fine. Did you write that? <clears throat> no, I did not. Uh, Steve Miller did. Oh, okay. The poet Steve Miller mm-hmm. and his band. Oh, oh! I, now I know what you're mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. the Space Cowboy. Right. Oh no. Well, some people call him the oh, Space sorry. Cowboy. Sorry. Some call him the gangster yeah, of love. Yeah. Maurice. Uh, some people call him Maurice. <laughs> but the important thing is he speaks with the pompous yeah, yeah. of love. Of love. Mm-hmm. Hey, Biden's approval is down again. Oh. Ever so slightly. It went from 38% in the Quinnipiac poll to 37%. I won't hear of it. 52% disapprove. 12%. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I can't tell. I don't know. Jeez, how, how can you not know at this point? Um, also, <laughs> according to the Quinnipiac poll, Congress's approval rating, not doing that well either. Um, let's see. He, they have a 30% approval rating, 60% disapproval. For Republicans, it was 23 to 65 but, I mean, overall, 30 to 60, they're 30 points underwater for Congress. People just don't like them. Don't, I, I, do not approve of what they're doing. And they, keep, they just keep doing it. Yep. They, don't, they don't care. Back when times were <laughs> a little more sane, wasn't it true that cockroaches had a higher favorability yes. than Congress? Yes, can you imagine that now? If you were to ask, I mean, everybody would pick cockroaches over Congress. Oh, yeah, 100 zero. Yep. <laughs> it would be 100% cockroaches. Oh, man. Yeah, and I, I, would, I would go so far as to say cockroaches that have, you know, like crawled on me in my sleep and stuff like that, like those individual cockroaches I have, I hold in higher regard than this Congress. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And don't be calling them palmetto bugs, South Carolina. I see you trying to dress it up at the Chamber of Commerce. They're roaches. Why do they call them that? I don't know. It's because they're they're bigger. They're like rounder looking and they're in South Carolina, the palmetto state. And mm. one crawled across my face one night while I was sleeping. And Ugh. I wake up quick, man. I, I am a light sleeper. I grab that mm. guy right mm. off my face. And what'd you do with him? I th- Did you give him its own separate room? As he's shaking around in my hand, mm-hmm. I turn on the lamp, mm-hmm. and I just 
chuck it against the wall, <laughs> right? Did it yeah. Kill it. It didn't kill it, but it yeah. like stunned him long enough for me just to jump up and down like a daggum ape. Mm-hmm. And uh, then you killed it. Oh, I killed it. Okay. That's only one of many experiences it would take an entire program to go through me versus cockroaches. When we first moved to Houston, after a few months, I dropped a a, a full dictionary. Yeah. On a cockroach. Uh huh. And didn't phase him a bit, bro. He just bench pressed the dictionary for yes. a while. Yeah, and just mocked you, right? Uh-huh. To your mocked. face? Laughed right in my face. Oh. Laughed in my face. I had a 4 a.m. battle royale at a Charleston radio station where I'm sitting there with a big box of paper, printer paper, it's full, <laughs> and I'm just dropping it on him. And he's crawling <laughs> out, and he's going under the next cubicle, and I pick up that thing, and I go over there, and just it went on for like four cubicles. <laughs> Finally, when I jumped up and down on top of the box of paper. Then it did. Killed him. Yeah. We lost him. We lost him. And yet, we like those creatures better than Congress. And I don't want to jinx myself, knock on wood, but the only time I I dropped a naughty word on the air was because a roach in Charleston crawled across my foot while I was on the air. Dude, that's nasty. They are so nasty. But they're better than Congress, like you said. Yeah, but better than Congress. Uh, you know, John Gruden got fired. We've talked about that a couple of times, Mm -hmm. I think. And and, uh, he did some... He wrote some emails 10 years ago right. that were incendiary, for sure. I mean, they were uh, they were bad emails, but they were private emails. You know, they, they were emails probably nobody else should know about anyway. Um, but now it's in the light of day, and now everybody's digging up these other quotes that he's actually spoken out loud. Yeah. Now, he's already been fired, so what else are you going to do to him? You know? I mean, he lost his $10 million a year job. He's out. And uh, he's been disgraced. Yeah, I wasn't aware of these quotes, honestly. I wasn't either. Uh, somebody sent them to us. But, yeah, Pathead Pilot Beauty. Pilot Beauty. Sent these. Yeah, these are stunning. Apparently, yeah, people are digging around, and they found some really And these were really said racist in things. public, correct? Yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah. In public, two, uh, in some cases, two reporters. Oh, boy. Uh, like this quote. I mean, you got the first mainstream African-American who is articulate and oh. bright and clean and a nice-looking guy. Oh, no. I mean, speaking of uh, Barack Obama here, uh-huh. that's a storybook, man. Oh, my. In fact, I think we have the, the audio of that. Do we? I mean, you yeah. got the first mm-hmm. sort of mainstream African-American huh. who is articulate and Weird bright that it, and, and, sound and like clean and nice-looking guy. Mm. I mean, it's, that's a storybook, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is awful. He must have had a cold or something. Yeah, that didn't did sound... Uh-uh. Like the John Gruden I've heard many times. No, no. Uh, then he said this. Actual quotation marks around it. Oh, boy. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. What? Wow. Wow, meaning, you know, white kids aren't poor, uh, and they're uh, bright, uh, but some poor kids could be... In fact, we have some audio of that. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. What? Again, that didn't... That's just weird. But, I mean, it's got his picture and the quote right next to him, so it has to be him. I know. Wow. I mean, this guy should have definitely resigned. A long time ago. A long, long, long time ago. In fact, anybody that says these quotes, I would just say, go ahead and resign. 
He apparently also said, you cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. I'm not joking. Oh. He's not even joking. Coach Gruden. Says it out loud. Oh, no. Out loud, he said it. In Delaware, the okay. largest growth in population Weird. is Indian Americans moving uh, from India. You uh-huh. cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. So fully, I'm not joking. And he's, he's not joking. He's seriously racist. Uh. So I'm really glad Gruden got fired because that's... Uh. I'm sorry. I can't abide that. This is I can't abide it. This is tough. I don't like it. Then he said, well, I tell you what, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. What? Like only, like, it's like a he's the only coach they can like. Oh, my. <laughs> wow. This is, this is tough. And I think we've got, do we have audio of that too? Jesus. So, right. if you have a problem uh, figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, mm-hmm. then you ain't black. Oh, wow. Come on, coach. It's quite... <laughs> Quite a declaration. Okay, so, 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 okay, what, what if John Gruden, does he have anything to lose at this point? No. Why doesn't he just hold his phone up, mm-hmm. record this? Hey, everybody, uh, just Coach Gruden here. I just wanted to, to read a few quotes for you here and then just put that out there <laughs> and then let everyone else figure it out because he, mm-hmm. he will make news saying anything right now. Yeah. Anything at all that he says will be newsworthy. And will be a part of broadcasts on national news. And you will have to admit that that's Joe Biden's quotes. Oh, my gosh. Isn't it amazing? This has to be done. How much more racist all of these things are than anything Joe, uh, than John Gruden said. Yep. Jeez. Uh, just despicable what that guy gets away with. How is it possible... Not only did he get away with it, he became the man he was talking about. He became his vice president. That's just unreal. Yeah, but then when these <clears throat> quotes were finally unearthed, his uh, political career, done, right? Just stopped. Yeah, it was so done, he was elected president of the United States. So <laughs> Elected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> sure was. <sighs> okay, well, there's power uh, in the D. Man. We've talked about that. That D can deflect anything, man. Yeah. True. Yes. If John Gruden was a well-known extreme left-wing douchebag, he'd probably still have his job. Well, yeah, they, they would have taken the same tact that they took with, say, Bill Clinton. Now oh, that's his private life. That was a private communication. Yeah, it was 10 years ago. Leave him yeah. alone. We shouldn't even know about those quotes. Mm-hmm. What people say in their off time, in the privacy of their own homes, you know... I mean, he shouldn't have said it, but it shouldn't be shouldn't be public knowledge anyway. Leave him alone. I mean, I, I love I love <clears throat> the, the the calls for open up all the emails. You know, I like that. Let's do this. Yeah, you should. And what do they have? Five hundred thousand or six hundred thousand of them? It's up there. Just a ton of them. So yeah, let's see, and and then let's see what all of these coaches in the NFL. Uh, in the NBA, in Major League Baseball, let's open up all their private emails uh, to everybody. And it was such a simple yet profound tweet from Saves84, a member of this audience, who's like, 
How many times in the average day do you think the N-word is said in an NFL locker room? Oh, my gosh. I mean, if you if you held the same even standard, imagine. there'd be no players, there'd be no owners, nobody yep. would be left untouched to one degree or another by, by opening up all of these communications. So true. There'd be, there'd be, I mean, everyone would be excused for doing it because it's okay mm-hmm. if the NFL players do it. You know, the black NFL players, the white ones will be drummed out of society. But if a black NFL player calls another black NFL player that word, yeah, it's fine. That's, mm-hmm. that's just how they communicate with each other. Don't worry about it. <laughs> they can say it. You just can't. Oh, oh all right. Good times. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Is there a number of people can call? Yeah. Ivan? Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Let me let me look this up for you. All right. Uh, the the number of people can call mm-hmm. if they would like to chime mm-hmm. in on this is going to be um, Roger Goodell at NFL.com. <laughs> I don't have the phone number here. Oh, here we go. It's uh, going to be uh, 212-450-2000. That's the number. All right. Good. People can call. Good. Democrats uh, met with Joe Biden yesterday. Uh, Representative... Jayapal described how awesome Hmm. President Biden really is. Oh, cool. This is fun. Mm -hmm. Did he talk to you about any deadlines that he wants if it's not October 31st, uh, which, of course, the House Speaker has said? The president is the inspirer. He is the closer. He is the convincer. The mediator in chief. chief. He really is doing a phenomenal job. Oh, that doesn't go far enough at all. Wait, what was it? Inspirer, closer. Mm. What was the other one? I know it was mediator in chief. Oh my gosh. Really bad. They tried so hard to make it see. No, he's really, really Oh, he's great. so sharp. Oh, yes. And his memory? Oh. I think he's got a photographic memory. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. He's incredible. He was in there doing all kinds of... Uh, quadratic uh functions really yeah and uh and he actually um he actually changed e equals mc squared wow to finally make sense and and he solved it now oh my gosh yeah so tell us tell us so good. how great is he congresswoman yeah tell us the president is the inspirer. Okay. The inspirer. He is the closer. Closer. He is the convincer. Convincer. He, he, the mediator in chief. Oh, he really mediator is doing a chief. phenomenal job. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. I mean, there's a little bit <clears throat> too much praise going on in that clip. Phenomenal. Stop. <laughs> he is all things to all people. He re- really is. In He's reality. That good. He's he- that good. He probably had his head down the whole meeting. Might have even heard, heard a little snoring. Uh, what? Uh, Somebody probably had pudding, to pudding wipe, here. wipe his chin, get that drool off. Uh, I got some spit on my chin. You are an inspiration. Uh. The fact that you have full-blown dementia, <laughs> and yet you are the leader of the free world. I mean, you're a closer. You're, you're incredible. You're phenomenal. You're phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Huh. The convincer. Well, here he is in action yesterday. Oh, good. That same Joe Biden oh. who is all these things. Yeah, let's see. Yeah. Okay. See how inspiring this is. Okay. I tell you what. Mm-hmm. I would like to learn it. Let's do that. What? I'm sorry, what? What? No one. Look. What was that? 
I tell you what, uh, I would like to learn. And there's some comments. And he goes up there. <laughs> what was He's standing that? at the podium. Literally <laughs> nobody at this event is paying attention to this bumbling old man at the podium. Mm-hmm. He's just looking. He's like, Let's see that again. What is... I tell you what. Yeah. I would like to learn it. Well, how to speak. And then I no idea what that last up. part was. Then he gives up. And, he, and he's yeah. like, ah, well, no one's going to pay attention. I'll walk away <laughs> <Right>. now. <laughs> Did he think it's, they were going to stop playing that crappy uh, music? What was that? I mean. That's so weird. That is so weird. Uh, yeah, but somebody made the point. Was the band playing God Bless America there? The same band that uh, does Jeffy's theme coming up? Because <laughs> there was some... There were some notes that were missed. <sighs> anyway. Sounds like they were just warming up or something, right? Yeah, let's They must have been. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> wow. All right. I mean, I I don't know. I, I don't I don't know how he continues to hold this position when he's so clearly, so clearly incompetent. Mm-hmm. Wow. Also, the uh, Senate could take a big step today in changing how we vote in this country. Oh, good. Thank you. As uh, Chucky Schumer talking about it. Oh, gosh. Our Republican colleagues don't like our ideas for fighting voter suppression and guarding against election subversion. Then they ought to tell us what they have in mind. Mm. If they're so confident of their position, they've then let's done that. The issue on the Senate floor. Yeah. What is there to be afraid of by, of, by allowing simply a debate? Democrats are ready, ready to work with Republicans in good faith if they oh, vote to begin a debate on voting rights. Oh, okay. No disagreements run deep. We don't hide from that. But if our Republican colleagues have good ideas, we'll work with them. Okay. We'll listen to them. As and long as they agree with everything with the goals of this we believe. Protect our democracy, we'll work to include uh-huh. them in the final text. Sure you will. As long of as course you will. As long as Republican goals are... Are exactly <laughs> in line with Democrat goals. To, to protect our democracy. <sighs> Can we stop? I give you my word as a Biden. Oh, that's unbelievable. You just have to have good ideas. Yeah, if you have a good idea from time to time. You know, um, somewhere along the line of Marx, Karl Marx's ideas. Mm. If you could come up with something like he came up with, then we could agree on some things. Why don't you agree more or have more ideas like Karl Marx? Why? <sighs> we got to stop election subversion, Pat, because that's what, that's what Democrats want. Man, that's well, why look you're at, in power, guy. In Texas, for instance, uh, voting didn't start until last Monday. Well, that's what? Three days ago? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah that's what I mean. October 18th. Just this past Monday, yeah. which was... <laughs> You might recognize October 18th. Mm-hmm. The uh, actual election is November the 2nd. 2nd. Mm-hmm. Okay, so early voting started October 18th. Yeah, I went and I voted yesterday, and I talked to the lady about voting hours and stuff. I think she said 9 to 5 this week, then catch this. The next week after this, 7 to 7. So they actually expanded the hours as we get closer to the election to make it easier. (laughs) Why aren't they running 24 hours a day? Why? Why are they doing that kind of voter suppression? You know how many people want to vote at 3 in the morning? Millions. 
Hello. Billions. I'd do it. Yes. Okay, you should call Chuck Schumer and say, I've got an idea, Chuck. 24-7 voting. Yeah, in New York. How about it? Yeah, and know what? In swing states, you know, it gives you more time to count the votes, Jeez. Chuck. Hmm. So don't, don't call Don't call him with that idea. We don't, we don't, need, <laughs> we don't need that idea. And they're calling Texas a, a voter suppression state. And October 18th. You can vote anywhere in the county that you reside in. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to go to your actual precinct. You can vote anywhere in the county in early voting. And the only time you have to vote in your own precinct is on election day itself. I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing. And seven to seven, you got 12 hours a day for a week. Mm-hmm. And you can't make that happen. Right. That's uh, ridiculous. So it's asinine. On my ballot, I just had a bunch of uh, propositions in the state that, that are up. But uh, in South Lake, you know, where, where they've been the center of all the, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. of the, the school board CRT stuff. CRT fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, there's a big election happening there. So I'd be interested to see. Is there? Yeah. Because you had one camp on one side of the building and one camp on the other. Like the pro-teacher lady and the pro-parent lady. Uh, well, mm. Anyway. I think it was a guy. I don't even know. Another but, school board election? Yeah, yeah. So Nice. So South Lake is uh, definitely in a time of transformation. Yeah, they're taking control. They're taking back their yeah. school board, which is what you need to do. That's what they should be doing in Loudoun <laughs> County right now. And keep in mind, I voted <laughs> on Tuesday, October 19th, and there was a line in the middle of the day. Was there really? Mm-hmm. Wow. So when I went in, wow. I went straight in, right? And then you, you always feel good whether you're at a restaurant or you're voting or something like this, and you go and you're straight in, right? And then you come out, and there's literally 15 people in line. You're like, whoa, <laughs> I got in just in time. Don't mind it, but do. Mm-hmm. So uh, there was a line, definitely. So nice. We'll see. Mm-hmm. All right, good. 888 Got to tell you about Keeps. Uh, keeps, you got a million reasons to be stressed out. Right now, we got supply chain issues. You got COVID-19. You got the wokeness going on. You know, whether or not you can keep your job because uh, you don't want the vaccine and they're insisting you get it. Could be a lot of things stressing you out and making your male pattern baldness or receding hairline worse. But the good news is Keeps can help. Keeps offers the same doctor-recommended FDA-approved hair loss treatment, but they're They use the generic versions, so you only pay about half the price. It's a great deal. And one more thing you'll love about Keeps, you do everything online. You don't have to go anywhere. So easy. Just go online, answer a few questions, snap some pictures and post those, and then a licensed doctor reviews all that, and we'll send you the right hair loss treatment for you. Then it's shipped directly to your door. So don't make trips to the doctor or the pharmacy. You can do this all at home. Go to keeps.com, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Pat for 50% off your first order of hair loss treatments. That's keeps.com slash Pat. Pat Gray Unleashed. Yeah. Uh, Jen Saki. Mocking questions from the reporters again. And in in particular, of course, Peter Ducey, um, who was asking about the supply chain 
uh, problems that we're having right now. And uh, so here's what happened with uh, with Jen Psaki, and I believe Peter Ducey's Wait, asking. No, let's see. Isn't he, it? he was asking, I think, over the migrant flights. Wasn't the other guy talking about the supply chain? Or is that wrong? Mm-hmm. We're just trying to figure out which one you want. You want supply chain. What's yeah, give supply me supply chain, chain whoever it is. <laughs> I know Ducey's in one of them. Uh, on the supply chain issue. Yeah. That's not uh, Peter Ducey. actions Ducey. that the president has taken. It, it was clear in March of 2020 when COVID hit that, that the supply chains across the world had been disrupted. Even as, as the sort of work to fight back against COVID proceeded, people, it was, it was crystal clear that things were not improving on supply chain. People couldn't get dishwashers and and furniture and treadmills delivered on time, not to mention all sorts of other things. So why the is The tragedy it- of the short, the treadmill that's delayed. Right, the treadmill. I swear these people. The tragedy of the treadmill delay. Shut up. That, what arrogance. Yep, they don't care. They don't care one whit about the American people. I don't care if it is a treadmill you're waiting for. You shouldn't have to. No, at this point, they want us to just simply accept the third worldification of yes. our nation. Yes. At this point, it's just, it's the norm. Sorry. This is what these Marxists have always wanted for the United States of America, and now they're getting it. And so those of us who don't like it, because we want it, we want the greatness of this country to continue. So we're mocked now. Oh, I'm sorry. The tragedy of the treadmill. Uh, when we don't have food on the grocery store shelves, she gonna mock that too? Ah, the tragedy of the bread delay. <laughs> what do you want to eat? You want toast? Is that what you want? Uh, wow. Like you're not fat enough already? That's what we'll get. That's what we'll get when it's food shortages. That's what we'll get when there's gas shortages and food shortages, and our electricity is going off intermittently. Or maybe, you know, permanently. They won't care. And they're they're the cause of this stuff. Well, as far as the food shortages go, they'll say, well, I think it's an opportunity for Americans to look into some sort of assistance from the government. Uh, we could provide some of those needs. And when it comes to something like uh, the electricity going off, they'll just say, yeah, see, we need more federal regulation. You can't trust places like Texas on their own. Yeah. It's all about control. And ben, we, we should have switched to renewable energy sooner. Yeah. We've been talking about this the whole time. We've been yeah. telling you solar and wind are the way to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These people are absolutely despicable. And it's a and it's a plan. Despicable. And it's playing out. It's a plan that's playing out. God, I just, I mean, these are the worst people <laughs> to ever run this country. Okay. You can't compare them to Hitler and Stalin and Mao. <laughs> Yet. yet but <clears throat> but the worst people to have ever been in charge of this nation easily by far yeah. i mean i thought jimmy carter was bad mm-hmm. i thought that uh lbj was bad mm-hmm. and when you look back in history of course woodrow wilson we all know what he did and how bad he was these people are worse are worse yeah, well, and, and you, you got the opportunity to kind of alleviate some of the uh, logjam there at the ports, but um, Mr. Joe Biden, with his uh, uh, enjoyment of unions, is... Uh, he won't automate the ports. Right. Yeah. So we got more supply chain problems. Good stuff. Because oh, over 100 of plus. his agenda. I saw a thing yesterday, over 100 ships now. 
sitting out there off the coast of California. Yeah. That's what we're up to. Wow. 200,000 containers or, you know, big rig tractor trailer beds and over 100 ships. Good stuff. Yeah. Really good stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, now, have you seen that uh, that that guy who impersonates Trump really well? Uh, we're not going to have time here. Yeah. We, How long is it? It's 30 seconds. We oh, got yeah, two, we got yeah, 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 yeah. Let's see that. <laughs> I love this. Well, here we are in the supermarket. We're standing here with the bare shelves. Look at it. There's absolutely nothing here. The shelves are bare. It's empty. It's empty like Sleepy Joe's brain when you think about it. There's absolutely nothing on the shelf. Look at it. Bare shelves all over the place. They say we're building back better, and yet we have nothing in the supermarkets. We're standing with the bare shelves. Bare shelves, Biden. Okay? Empty shelves, Joe. It's a disgrace. Believe me. Pretty good. Bear shells Biden or or empty That's, shelf by uh, Joe. What do you what do you like better? <laughs> Which one are we gonna go? I don't know. With? I don't know. I'll have to think about that. I like I like it. I do like alliteration. I like that guy. So uh, yeah, yeah, he's good stuff. Yeah, he's fun. Bear shells Biden. Yeah, let's go with that. One. Yeah, I like that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. We've got uh, Jeffy mm. who's uh, coming up to chew the fat with us. We'll do that uh, next. Is it going to be good stuff, Jeffy? Jeffy? He says good stuff. Okay. Okay, cool. Uh, So it'll be completely unusual. (laughs) Right? Oh, no. This will be a first. Oh, no. I'm excited. (laughs) Pat Gray Unleashed. Yes. Uh, That's it? Really? Again? Pat Gray's here. And? Mm. So... What does that mean to you? Wow. Yeah, apparently nothing. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Got some tweets here. Troy Vicker, uh, which hits zero first? Biden's approval rating or the vaccine efficacy? Mm. Good question. Jeffy Fish Star tweets: If you were to ask people whether they preferred cockroaches or Congress, you'd get you'd still get about five percent that said, I don't know. Uh, that's true. Yeah, you would. Aaron Grenade. Tweets, uh, if pro is the opposite of con, does that mean the opposite of progress is Congress? Yes. See what they... That was That's funny. Good. I like it. Yeah, it was good. Okay. It's funny. The audience liked it. They, yeah, they did. Yeah, they really did. <laughs> it took them a minute to kind of kick in. Yeah. But, uh, they thought there was going to be another room. Yeah, but eventually they, they got it. They wanted to be and... polite. <laughs> Give me some space. All right. Uh, you know what it is? It's that time again. All right. That time of the week. Best time of the week. Where... Best time of the week. That's what I said. It's the hap, hap, happiest time. That's what people are saying. Okay, give us some names. Who are the people? Bill. Bill. Uh, where's Bill said that? Where's Bill? Bill? That, yeah. Here's chewing the fat <laughs> with Jeffy. <laughs> right after this high note. Right, hi, yeah. This is good. I stand corrected. It's so good. Okay. You good? It just doesn't end. All right. What do you have no, for us? No, it doesn't. Thank you. Thank you to President Biden. Thank you. He's phenomenal. Congratulations also are in order. 
to Dr. Rachel Levin, who becomes the nation. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes, congratulations. Finally. How long have we been clamoring for the nation's first, first trans- transgender four-star four star admiral? admiral. Mm. Uh, how long have we said? <laughs> Why isn't there a transgender four-star admiral? Well, Why? now there is. Now there is. Now there is. Now there is. And look at and the most beautiful one we've United ever had. United States Ooh. Public <laughs> Health Service so Commission Corps. Uh, I do love mm-hmm. a man in uniform. Uh, a woman and, in uniform. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Congratulations. Excuse me, it's man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It Thank is man. You. We yeah. got it. Right. Thank you. So, what a personal privilege. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. All right. Please do not use, use gendered gender. language to <laughs> to address everyone. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, it's it's customary that the uh, the appointed uh, commissioned corps officers. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Wait, did you see the one with, with Joe sniffing her hair? That's kind of fun. Don't sniff him. Can't resist. Look at him. All right, go ahead. They usually uh, must complete a two-week officer basic training course mm. to get this i don't know if rachel has gone through that or not yet mm. so mm. did you see anyway. the uh, ceremony yesterday the swearing in oh no darn now no, i don't know it. how much of this you want to show but i do need to make the point that someone pointed out a long time ago that young rachel still hasn't learned you know, just play the uh the swearing of of your place your hand on the constitution feet still raise apart your right like hand a and dude after me <laughs> feet I still apart your name I, like a dude. L. Levine, having been appointed mm. an officer in the yeah. Commission Corps of the U.S. Public <laughs> Health Service, <laughs> having been appointed oh, an officer oh, yeah, in the Commission Corps huh. of the U.S. Public Health Service, in the grade of admiral, right, I, in the grade of admiral. <laughs> yeah, we in got it. Congratulations. Admiral. That's great. Yeah, yeah congratulations, congratulations to, for the, to the United them. States Public Health them. Service. Them, they, their an pronouns. An admiral. And wow. a four star. Four stars. Add another name to the known for one name list. Kanye, now yay. The uh, judge approved the rapper's (laughs) petition to change the name to yay. Mm -hmm. With no middle or last name, he filed the petition back in August uh, saying he wanted to legally change his name to uh, yay for personal reasons. Uh Uh-huh. I, I, so, yay! yay I don't. Yay. I don't care what you call him. Uh, that man would have been a hundred times better president than Joe Biden. Absolutely. So move over Adele, Madonna, Cher, Bono, Sting, maybe a couple of hyphenated Ice T, Jay Z. Uh, mm. You now have Yay, Yay, Prince, the, the symbol, Prince. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's plenty out there. It's good. It's mm-hmm. a good deal. Uh, I don't know. I don't, Britney, really. Uh, you know, I was thinking about this yesterday. Britney Spears. I know it's Britney Spears, but really, it's Britney. Yeah, Britney's enough. You know yeah, who you're you talking about absolutely. when you say Britney. Absolutely. That's a one name. Yeah, the little chipmunks. Yes, that's exactly. Oh, oh, there's another one? No word as to why uh, Ye was spotted meeting again with uh, former Trump fixer Michael Cohen for coffee on the Upper East Side in NYC. But uh, West was wearing the same strange prosthetic mask he'd been seen wearing at JFK Airport a day earlier. Uh, We're just getting together, Cohen said. And uh, I met with Ye at the same location earlier uh, this past month. What? The purpose of the mask is so that people would not recognize him. But for the first 10 minutes or so, I mean, he didn't wear the mask, apparently. And he was mobbed by people who wanted photos and to say hello. So I guess he still wanted to get some of that anonymity. So he put the mask back on. 
And uh, they said, well, another guy that was at the meeting, the CEO of uh, 5WPR, uh, said that, look, he was wearing the mask most of the time. He wear it so he could walk around freely. There's no security. He's just (laughs) wandering the streets with his mask. So seems like uh, Ye is handling the divorce well. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, no problem. With the, what's he doing with Cohen? Though? I don't know. That's really weird. Uh, they were saying they were talking about Has according he... according to the report they were talking about real estate. Mm. So I Is don't he, know. I wonder if he's turned on Trump now. Has he? I don't know. Because Cohen now is a big anti-Trump guy. I know. So, so maybe. Yay mm. is going to run for president in twenty twenty four. Maybe. I mean, huh? uh, yeah. I mean, huh? Would that be would that be considered real estate? Sixteen hundred. I, I, I want to get a good uh, tour of sixteen hundred Pennsylvania if I could. I mean, he's he's selling the ranch in Wyoming. He's mm-hmm. selling all the warehouses in Wyoming. He bought a Kim got the sixty million dollar home in uh, L.A. Yeah, but he bought another fifty fifty five million place down in Malibu, so he's fine. Don't worry about. It. He's fine. I actually was not worried about him, frankly. No, but I mean, I was just saying. Was... I mean, maybe I should have been, but. <laughs> Really wasn't as worried as maybe I should be really? about Kanye. Okay, or yay. yay! Whoa, easy. Do not dead name him anymore. Yeah. yeah, easy. Mm-hmm. People thought that should be the, the new name, but no, mm-hmm. it's yay. yay. Good news also for those of you that have been disappointed with TikTok and Instagram and Facebook mm-hmm. blocking classic works of art just because they're nude. Uh, you know <laughs> everything like such as the photograph of the nude figurine that's twenty five thousand years old mm. that Facebook mm. blocked and wouldn't let you put up. Well, now we have a new OnlyFans account from Vienna's tourism board to display <laughs> nude artwork. So you're good to go. We got uh, under the head. Wait a of minute. Vienna's wait a minute. Wait a minute. So wait you're a minute. good. You have to pay for OnlyFans. Yes. Yeah. So people have to pay to see the artwork in Vienna now. Yeah. On their phone. Fu- what a dumb word. Nothing's free, you idiots. No way. Thank you. Who's paying for this? <laughs> Thank you. Not a chance. I think you mentioned uh, earlier this week that the uh, NYC Public Design Commission voted to remove the uh, seven-foot Thomas Jefferson statue. Yes. Before the end of the year. Right. I and mean, it's only been in New York City Hall since 1834. Yeah. Right? Like 187 so, years. The commission still doesn't know where it's going to end up, but they're going to continue to debate that, where it's going to end up. But Assemblyman uh, Charles Barron and his wife who have been working to get the statue removed, he said, uh, when we remove this statue, we're making a step in the right direction for erasing honoring of those who murdered and raped us. Damn it. And his wife, so tired of it. I councilman can't take it. I can't Inez take Barron, it. said, mm. uh, we're not being revisionist. We're not waging a war on history. Yes, you are. We're saying that we want to make sure that the total story is told. Do you? Councilwoman, do no, you? No, they don't. No, they don't. They don't want the total story. They've already gotten the total story. If they wanted the right? total Nobody story, the statue hit, could still be up. Nobody ever hid the fact that Thomas Jefferson owned slaves. No one. I, I was taught that in first grade. Come on. So I, I guess, what is this? All the removal of, of founding statues is that founders phobia? Because if oh, yeah, you were so. to remove a statue of a trans person, that would be transphobia. Mm-hmm. We'd yeah. be afraid of trans people. Are you afraid of the founders? Founders phobia. I like it. 
The answer is yes, of yes, course. Yes, absolutely. And we need to start accusing them of that, of phobia all the time. Because that's what we're, it's always homophobia, Islamophobia, yeah. transphobia. transphobia. Shut up, I'm not afraid of any of them. Yeah, yeah. I, I, they, they try to find <sighs> the, the one, they try to find any flaw they can with a hero or somebody that's done good for yes. Western society. They right. try to magnify it to the point where it becomes nuclear so that you won't end up falling in love with these people as individuals in in recognizing them for all of their tremendous accomplishments beyond because we had leaders who uh were really praiseworthy in the beginning of this country and we don't now they have to besmirch Mm -hmm. our leaders in the of the past because we revere them and they don't want that they can't have that it's the same concept with what we said earlier the third worldification of america Mm -hmm. bring america down to the rest of the world that sucks instead of lifting everybody up we got to pull the founders down to To this level crap yep to the level of the bidens of the world well we are since we're taking down the uh thomas jefferson statue i mean at the same time down on wall street we have a seven foot tall bronze statue of the cincinnati zoo gorilla harambe uh, killed in 2016 the gorilla was installed facing off against Wall Street's charging bull, uh, drawing crowds and spurring many retail investors who, according to this story, often refer to themselves as apes, to take this as a sign that meme stocks time to shine, whatever that means. The pop-up installation by Sapien Network or Sapien.network, a social networking platform under development that is dedicated to putting the needs and welfare of human beings first also piled 10,000 bananas beneath the iconic bronze bovine to signify wall street has gone bananas, bananas. <laughs> the purpose of the protest <laughs> the purpose of the protest however is to highlight how out of touch wall street has become to the needs of everyday people and mm. to challenge the street's uncompassionate capitalism. Mm. As mm. a symbol of the outrageous disparity in wealth between the 1% and everyone else. Now, the bananas, of course, are going to be donated to local food banks and community fridges to make a point about After that. After they've been wealth sitting out disparity. in the hot sun for yeah, yeah. Five Are we days. sure about that? Yes. Because we've seen, no, uh, thank you. we've seen the city of New York go and confiscate uh, a woman's uh, fruits and vegetables. That, that were, you know, in a place without a permit. So right. those bananas are scofflaws, quite frankly, and we need to dump them. Now, the Sapien Network, Sapien.network co-founders said they used the symbol of Harambe to represent the millions who struggle under a U.S. capitalist system. Mm-hmm. So, but wait, there's more. Mm-mm. A towering statue of a woman's head with her index finger pressing on her lips now faces lower Manhattan along the Hudson River, inviting the chaotic metropolis to stop and listen wait what that's right the water when it moves makes a special sound very special said the barcelona based artist wait what the message of his 80 foot water's soul no is to keep silent Uh -uh. and listen to the profound noise of the water talking to us wait where is this it is uh, is that really there it's in uh it's not uh, photoshopped yeah no it's really there yeah, it's in uh, uh, Jersey City's uh, Newport waterfront and no. stands directly what? across from Greenwich Village. My gosh. Which is about four miles upstream from the Statue of Liberty. But hey, let's take down that Thomas Jefferson right. statue. Right, right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> is... I've never heard of that. Yeah. You believe that went up with nobody knowing I about know. it? I know. 
Uh, hashtag save head save or shave head save mm. human i gotta get it right hashtag yeah, shave head do. save human uh, i'm raising money for our rescue to help put an end to a modern day human slavery so i'm gonna shave my head live on facebook and instagram a month from now okay so you can donate and help reach the goal six thousand dollars is the goal it pays for legal documents medical travel to home country food water lodging transportation and educational training for one year for a survivor hold on what's the so, date that you're going to be shaving your head friday the 19th friday the 19th of november so good so you will still be able to go on halloween as benjamin franklin <laughs> yes i'll still be able to go as benjamin franklin <laughs> no problem of course you can uh hear more about it on my daily podcast chewing the fat you should be a subscriber too are you going to leave your hair off once you shave it i don't know i mean it apparently what little there is Maybe this is long it's getting long it's well yeah you get a long in the back a cute little mullet it's not, it's not the receding uh, hairline it's yeah. not quite mike gundy length uh oklahoma not State. quite no, no. Not, it's getting there yeah. <laughs> uh what time we got time for this yeah uh, it's been reported that uh, northwestern university engineers have created an electronic microchip with the capability of flight about the size of a grain of sand the new flying microchip or the micro flyer you just goes right there on the tip of your finger i have one right there oh there it goes now it's gone uh it's like a maple tree's propeller seed and spins like a helicopter through the air toward the ground and apparently by studying maple trees and other types of wind dispersed seeds the engineers optimized the micro flyers aerodynamics to ensure that when dropped at high elevation, falls at slow velocity in mm. controlled manner. Mm. It stabilizes its flight, ensures dispersal over a broad area, and increases the amount of time it interacts with the air. So they're able to monitor air pollution and airborne disease. And I no word yet if you get one in your eye or your kid swallows it, but we'll see what happens. And I'd like to also point out, dear Northwestern University engineers, uh, perhaps you want us to believe you missed the documentary Twister uh, from 1996, but uh, they created sensors with wings like this to study tornadoes mm. and optimized aerodynamics to ensure behavior that stabilized flight as well using soda cans and their uh, sensors. So uh, huh. just a little credit to Twister. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm we sure that those, that little, those little mm-hmm. devices won't be used for any nefarious purposes whatsoever. <clears throat> hmm? No. I mean, they didn't say that they have cameras on them yet, but that would be awesome. Well, there's a story. I could be a huge fan of I that. don't know if it's still over here, but th- it was like a little speck on a pinky of a camera. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, bad things coming. Why would that be bad things? You'd be able to monitor the yeah, the be air able to monitor the air and pollution and and not you know and other uh, things you could monitor you could monitor inside people's homes to see if they're following guy or businesses. No, you couldn't do it. I mean, I wouldn't could never see subscribing to an OnlyFans account of the micro flyers. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're already working on that, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, wheels are turning over there. By the way, Brad Meltzer's going to join us uh, today to talk about his latest stuff. Coming up on Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray Unleashed. Brad Meltzer is about to join us. Uh, He's, of course, author of the I Am series of children's books, um, Abraham Lincoln, George Washington, 
Ben Franklin, Anne Frank, Lucille Ball, so many, so many great books in this series. And his latest is I Am Oprah Winfrey? Huh. Huh. <laughs> uh, let's welcome Brad Meltzer uh, to the place. Hey, Brad. Thanks for joining us. I was... W- I love you, brother. I was so excited to talk. I, I knew, I was like, he's going to give me grief for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You probably saw that coming. Why Oprah Winfrey? Tell us. So, so here's the thing. And, and I will tell you when someone said, hey, how about, you know, we always listen to like various suggestions kids give. And, and when kids come for the Iron Books, by the way, they don't give suggestions. They put little demand letters on your desk when you're signing, you know, like little terrorists, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and, and they demand what they want. And I was like, you know, I saw a bunch for Oprah. Um, the truth is, as you know, and you've been supportive of these books from the start, I love you for it. Um, the books are designed to give your kids better heroes to look up to. Heroes of yeah. kindness, compassion, and that thing, character, that thing we've really lost in America today. This character. It's just, it, mm-hmm. it seems to be something that we're chasing. And I always look at these books as a way to give my kids these things. So I look at what my kids need. I, I am Amelia Earhart taught her to be daring and, and to persevere. I am Abraham Lincoln, taught my daughter and my son to look out for others. And I looked around at my kids over the past year and a half, and they're anxious. They're really anxious. And they're you know, self-judging. You know, they read our anxiety. We're all in an age of anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I realized we needed to do our first book about self-acceptance and self-love. And the other thing is I wanted my daughter to have a female businesswoman. And I was like, I got to find a good female businesswoman. So Obviously, there's no politics in the book. I don't care. You know, that's never what the books are about. Yeah. But what I did find was this story about Oprah. And this is what won me over. Is when Oprah was a little girl that she, this, she didn't like her look so much. She used to sleep with a clothespin on her nose because she wanted to shrink the size of her nose. Oh, man. And as she gets older, she, she's told that she's, she's too heavy. She's um, overweight. They tell her her hair's the wrong style. Her skin is too dark. And That's they even tell her she cares too much about people. And what happens is, is she cut one of her early stories. She's covering a family whose house burns down. And again, start of her career. We don't, you know, we spend almost no time on uh, the majority of the book is not about her fame and fortune, but how she started. And when the house burns down for this family, Oprah goes back the next day without the cameras and brings blankets to the family. And the person who's running her station screams there and says, what are you doing? You can't be part of the story. And she's like, the story? What about being a good human being? And I want my daughter to know, and I want my sons to know that Oprah spends her whole life being taught that she's the wrong size, that she cares too much, and there's no such thing. The only person you ever have to be is yourself, and that's the best gift you can give to yourself. And that's what I Am Oprah Winfrey is about. It, it's, you know, giving kids that, that moment of self-acceptance where, you know, they can say, you know what, however you are right now, it's okay. Because I feel like right now that's where our kids are really struggling. You know, they're going through Facebook. They're going through Instagram. They're just seeing how much, you know, every day everyone's lives is better than their own. And, and our kids have this anxiety and self-doubt that we really got to push back and say, you know what, you're enough right now how you are. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, yeah, I know she's she's done some extraordinary things yes, in her life, has. and of course, we don't agree with her politically. Um, but uh, I've I've met her several times, and she's she's really really a nice person, and and a, and a good person, and and like you said, a caring person, and so a really good example for kids. So that's great. Yeah, Does, and listen, you know, and you know, we never do politics in the book. It doesn't make mm-hmm. any sense. What 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 really won me over 
is she is, you know, listen, she, we all kind of, when someone reaches the top, we tend to love to pick them apart. But when she reaches the top, she becomes, I didn't know this, she is the number one black philanthropist in history. And oh, wow. The, all, and her donations now, so many of them will never know where they go because she gives them anonymously. And you know, all mm. these people give their names and put their names on everything and say, mm-hmm. look at me. The fact that her donations go anonymously is, to me, the sign of something. I wish my kids had that humility. Humility, remember when humility was a great American value? <laughs> yeah. It's not. It's gone, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, we have to sure. bring it back again and show our kids examples of that. So that's what I am Oprah Winfrey as a book is for. Now, when they buy the book, does every kid get a new car like they would in oh. Oprah's audience? Uh, I mean, let me tell you something. I, my, <laughs> I, I was, I, I was literally... I said to my publisher, I just want to go out and say, you get a book, you get a book. She's like, if you do that, I'll kill you. Like, you. I will physically climb through the Zoom thing. You know, we're doing an event tonight, you know, for, and she's like, do not say that in any book signings because people will, will take you seriously. So has Oprah had you on? Are, are you? No, I mean, no. The funny thing is, you know, it's funny. When we did I Am Jane Goodall, Jane Goodall helped us with the book. Yeah. We did I Am Billie Jean King. Billie Jean King spent two hours on the phone with me. Oh, that's cool. Um, we, uh, Oprah Winfrey's people, and and I, I hope her. Like you know, the, all these people came back with all these comments. She obviously has a team, but she gave us pictures of her childhood and new things about her childhood that I don't think anyone else could know. Mm. Um, and you know, we're, we also we have upcoming one of the new books is I Am Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton has been amazing. So one of the mm. great things that I never thought of when we were doing these books is you know just being able to kind of interact with these amazing people. Like, obviously if I screw up George Washington, what's he going to do to me? Right. <laughs> right. You, know, you screw up, you screw up Billie Jean King. She's coming to your house with tennis rackets. They hit you with it. And, and so obviously I love the fact that we get to get to talk to the real people when we can. So I understand that the books, I am MLK and I am Rosa Parks, uh, were banned by the Pennsylvania school board. What, I mean, why? Yeah, come on. This was, I love this story, right? This is an incredible story. So here's what happens. I get a, I'm on Twitter, Instagram. I forget one of my social media sites. Someone uh, DMs me and says, Hey, your book, I am Rosa Parks and I am Martin Luther King Jr. Got banned. And I'm like, that can't be right. It can't be right. You know, our books are like, mm-hmm. everyone knows universally like good for kids. And um, here's what happened. A school board in York, Pennsylvania, decided to make a, they had a list of 150, almost 200 books that were good for teaching diversity issues and talking to kids about racism. And it was, you know, books by Malala, Sesame Street, how to talk about racism, you know, and, and what they said was, what the school board said was, we want to vet these books first. We want to read them first before we give them to kids, which to me is a good idea. You don't sure. give any Yeah, that's fine. You got to check them out. Mm-hmm. But here's the trick. The fast one they were pulling was this. That was a year ago. 11 and a half months went by and they never touched the books. These are books that have about 30 pages in them. You can read them in five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. They, they didn't, books. they They're didn't ban them. They just froze them. They froze, right. They froze the list. But here, but over the year, when you freeze a list, the librarians in the school district go, I don't know if I can use them. The teachers start saying, I don't know if I can use them. I don't want to get in trouble. So what starts as a freeze effectively becomes a ban. And the, the, I get a call from Fox news, my friends at Fox news. And they're like, Brad, this is obviously wrong come on and talk about it. I get a call from CNN. They say, come on and talk about this wrong. When Fox News and CNN agree, you know you screwed up. Right? <laughs> you know they, yeah. they know in that moment they screwed up. And, and the best part was they invited me to come and speak at the school board meeting. They were going to have an open comment session about it. I was the first one called on. I read. And 
I read passionately from I Am Rosa Parks. I read the part that says I'm not a famous businesswoman. I'm not a famous scientist. I'm just an ordinary person. And I'm proof that there's no such thing as an ordinary person. And I think I've saved the day. I've, I've read my, from the book. And after me, all the community starts speaking. Angry mothers who are like, how can you deny our kids these books? It's Dr. King and Rosa Parks. A member of the military. I used to go to this school. I'm embarrassed that the school board would not allow these books to be read. And then the students start speaking. 16, 17-year-olds in passion going, these are books with kids that look like me. And by the time they were done, they were the real heroes that day. The school board unanimously decided to unfreeze the list to let the ban drop. And, you know, but uh, we should talk about, you know, the thing that I just, it makes me crazy is we're going to see this keep happening. And Mm -hmm. I know everyone loves to scream critical race theory and say, you know, you're trying to indoctrinate my children. But as, you know, as Fox News realized so quickly when I was talking on there is, you know, you push it too far and you're suddenly book banners. And to me, when you're banning books, you're on the wrong side of history. You're on the wrong side of history. No question. Yeah. You've written what? uh, Close to 30 of these now? So uh, I Am Oprah Winfrey is our 25th book. 25th, we our, okay. We told our publisher that the 25th anniversary means she has to buy us cars now, but she didn't buy us cars. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, if you had to choose just one, which one would be your favorite? So I love I love, I love, love I Am Jim Henson and I Am Walt Disney because they teach my youngest son to be to be creative. I love yeah. I Am Abraham Lincoln because they teach him to be a good person. But for me personally... I don't think there's any more important book we've done than I am Anne Frank. And I think when you look mm-hmm. at millennials today who, who mm-hmm. don't know that, you know, six million Jews died in the Holocaust, that don't know basic facts about the Holocaust. In some way, in some time, sometimes sometimes they're important. told that didn't happen in some cases. They're told that didn't happen. I mean, I'm yeah. sure you saw the case yesterday of the, you know, of, of the school that said, we ha- you know, if you, if you teach the Holocaust and you have to teach the other side, yes. you have to teach the Nazi side. I'm like, yeah. there's no other side here. Like, just to, <laughs> you know, we cannot other side Nazis. Really? Like, you, that's yeah. just not how it works. And, and I, I, mm. sadly, you know, the other books are really important for lessons that happened in the past and we can use today. Mm-hmm. And it's sad that the way anti-Semitism is running right now, it's a lesson we need today. So Anne Frank just became... You know, I, I read the book with a Holocaust survivor. We did a story time. It's free on, on our website. You can go you know, see it. But it's me and him reading it together with someone who lived through the Holocaust. And I don't think there's anything more important from the IM series that we worked on. Yeah, and that teaching the, uh, the other side of the Holocaust thing, that was really close to home. That happened here in Southlake, yeah. which is incredible, incredible that it would happen right. in that community. And listen, you know what we're seeing, and what we're seeing is you're seeing all these school boards and all these parents, because they're home for the pandemic, they have seen what their kids are studying in a way that they never probably have before. It's, and that's okay. That's not a bad thing. You should be involved with your children's school. Don't blame everything on your kid's school. You have a responsibility to your kid. Mm-hmm. And what they're doing is saying, but, but I don't like this, and I don't like that, and, and I'm all for anyone using their democratic voice and speaking up, but the problem is that Everyone is now backseat driving the teachers. You know, and anyone who has a teacher in their family knows teachers are not trying to indoctrinate your kids. That's the word you'll always hear. They're going to indoctrinate our kids. Like, but that word is, is designed to make you afraid. If I said to you, you want anyone to indoctrinate your kids? That you go, no, no, of course not. Who would? But if I said, hey, we want to teach kids to think about some, you know, how, how it is to have a different experience than your own so we can all maybe get along better, people go, yeah, yeah, I'd like that. 
and it's just a framing. And so I think what we're seeing is when you when you watch this wedge issue designed to drive us apart and make us hate each other, we eventually get those examples like you just said there, where you're getting other sideism for Nazis, where you're getting people who are mm-hmm. just like demanding whatever the heck they want because they're pissed and they're worried and they're fearful because the world is such a mess today. But the solution is not to go in and, and, and say, you know better than your teacher, your school, your everything else out there, because you just have a feeling that day when you woke up that, you know, maybe we should listen to the other side. How long before we see uh, the I Am Jeffy book? <laughs> well, uh, we've been working long and hard on that book. Um, have you? Because the you inspiration there you, is, uh, I can't even imagine what you would oh, be inspiring young kids to do. Uh, uh, I'll send you some books. pictures. Right before you introduce Right before you introduced me, they, you had the, the, the Jeffy's commercial for Chewing the Fat. Uh-huh. It's literally like the most embarrassing clip you can find of him talking about, like, you know, sitting on your butt theory. Like, it was, and I was just like, I love you guys. <laughs> okay, so what's what's next uh, in Brad Meltzer's life? You got TV shows, another book coming out. You got a thriller coming out yeah. soon. Uh, I love you for that. So we, um, yeah, in February are the next two heroes. You're going to love them. We do, we're doing Malala and we're doing, uh, I've been waiting to do this forever. Muhammad Ali, mm. who is oh, just so amazing. And wow. so we're doing that. And then in March is the big one. Uh, we have the new thriller, first thriller that I've done in almost four years. It's my 25th anniversary as a writer. Nice. And we're coming out with the light, the lightning rod and, and the lightning rod. I would just say she strikes like a mother, man. she, is an amazing character and you'll see who she is the lightning rod comes in march and then right after the lightning rod in i forget june or september we're doing i am dolly parton which i can't wait it's so, so really good. you're doing nothing and i, <laughs> I mean, you got I know, nothing a lot of sitting around yeah take, and, then I'm, and, and then i'm gonna take we're doing i am paying and we're, i'm gonna take a nap is what i'm gonna do <laughs> <laughs> i don't blame you you deserve one uh all right where can people get their hands on all of these the, like the i am series and and the thriller books and all things Brad yeah, Meltzer. You can, uh, I love you. You can go to Amazon. You can go to bradmeltzer.com. You can go in any local bookstore. There's great bookstores, of course, everywhere. Uh, and, you know, I, what I love is that people take, you know, I love that they buy I Am Oprah Winfrey, but I love that they use it and they say, you know, I'll take George Washington. I'll take Rosa Parks. Give me Dr. King and Abraham Lincoln. And they build libraries now of mm-hmm. real heroes for their kids, their grandkids, their nieces and nephews. In fact, we even started a subscription service. So people could get them and you get two a month, they come to your house. So we've really, it's been amazing to watch people fight back against the cynicism that they see in America today and show their kids a little bit of light. Because I think right now our kids all need a little bit of light. Yep, absolutely. And and we'll post these uh, links uh, on Twitter at Pat Unleash so people can find them easy later. Thanks, Brad. Talk to you again soon. Love you guys. Thanks so much. You too. Bye. Uh, All right. Got to tell you... uh, uh, about our our sponsor here, who has actually gone to uh, Shark Tank and uh, been there and sold their their goods there. It's Moink, and this is just the best meat you can get. Yeah, is yeah, all it is. Um, the bacon is the best bacon you'll ever taste. The steak is the best steak the you'll ever eat. Bone in ribeye. Bone in ribeyes, man. <laughs> mm. Mm. And you haven't eaten one. Until you've tried it from Moink, you gotta you gotta try the Moink uh, grass fed, grass finished beef and lamb. Then they also have pastured pork and chicken, wild caught Alaskan salmon. These aren't from salmon farms where they live in this little 
you know, canal their whole lives. <laughs> And they're they're beaten with sticks and whatever they do on the salmon farm. Well, this salmon beat the bears. <laughs> That's right. That right. <laughs> these are salmon that got That's past right. the stinking grizzly Thank bears. You. So uh, <laughs> actually, they're probably in the. They're probably ocean salmon. <laughs> I think they are. <laughs> don't. I don't ruin the story. Yeah, okay. They got past grizzly bears that tried to eat them in the ocean. But they didn't okay. get past Moink. Thank you. Uh, Moink was founded by an eighth generation farmer who was featured on Shark Tank. Uh, host Kevin O'Leary said it's the best bacon he's ever tasted. And we all, of course, agree. So please go to moinkbox.com. Sign up at moink, M O I N K moinkbox.com slash unleashed to get a year of bacon for free and then uh, pick what meats you want delivered with your first box you can change what you get each month you can cancel any time moink meat is so delicious you're absolutely gonna love it i i do and and you will too get moink right now moinkbox.com slash unleashed You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, uh, uh. I, I do. I did. I am. Uh, welcome. 888 <laughs> Pat Unleashed on Twitter. We gave a quick rundown on Monday, uh, Jeffy, when you weren't here, uh, about our college football teams, and uh, it was not a good one. It was not a good weekend for any of the three of us. No, it was teams. not. Uh, no, it was not. Who does Missouri have this weekend? Well, I'm already okay. looking forward to the weekend because <laughs> BYU faces a an absolute must-win scenario. They absolutely now, must to be beat clear, Washington State. Must they, they must or the it's last over. two games have been must games for them that they. But this one really is. This time I mean it. I mean, two losses are gone. Well, I mean, it's over. It's over. Any kind of special it's season over. is over. Long it's long. It, it can still be a really good season mm. if they went out. If they went out, I, if they turn out to be eleven and two, I'm going to say okay, and they beat Utah. I'm going to be okay with that. I'm going to be like well, okay. Yeah. I mean, listen, you know how you many seniors there are on this team? One, one senior on this. Team. So you're already looking Starts. ahead to next. So I'm already looking ahead to next year. Next year, that's exactly the magic right. season is next <laughs> yeah, year. It's next year, y'all. When do they go to the Big Twelve? Uh, the year after next. Because uh, Baylor welcomed him. Anyway, 2023. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, they did. They gave him a beating that they'll not soon for. I mean, it was only 38-24, but it was actually no, it looked, it's, it was it dominating. I mean, you, you could worse. tell that you they sure just could. weren't ready for that game. I don't understand they it either. I don't get it because they manhandled many the last other two teams games, this year. Those last two games, <laughs> they were not ready. No, they weren't. Uh, very disappointing. They weren't. Now, they had some injuries, but you can't. You know, like our coach says, next man up. Well, right. So let's see it. Yeah. And we didn't the last yeah. two games. So Missouri's got a bye week. Oh, they do. Thankfully. Yeah. Uh, well, we could use one. Oh, Jeez. man. We could use one. I mean, we've got no wins in the SEC. We have Van- Vanderbilt and then Georgia. They're Ge- just not good this year, are they? Vanderbilt and then Georgia. Oh, no. Georgia's going to absolutely so, no, freaking oh, destroy please, Missouri. We're going to own Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> Mark this. Georgia. Mark this. Georgia is, I believe, much uh, better than Alabama this oh, year. Oh, they are. They're much better. Really good. <laughs> yeah, they're really good. You know, have they, this is really incredible. Good. They have eleven. No, is it is eleven? No, it can't be eleven. It's five, five star defensive players. Okay, more than 
the entire Pac-12, or as many as the entire Pac-12 has on all their teams. They've got five on defense! (laughs) Five. I love that. Five-star blue chip defensive players. And I think there's like 11 on the team. And that's great. I mean, but that works against them now. That's unreal. Because if you're a a kid coming up, you're going to want to go to a team where you can play. Right. Yeah. The argument is is you're gonna to want to go to a team that you that you, where you can play. You want to play their or argument. Win? Right. Mm-hmm. Their, their argument, argument is, is you're to going to the NFL and, if you come here. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. We'll, and if you're a four or a three star, we'll develop you into a mm. NFL player. Absolutely. And they usually do. So. Absolutely. And the mistake is really in college, you only need to play year maybe two. Right. And then go into the NFL. Well, look at Zach. He had one tremendous year. I mean, you play for, and you play college for, you get beat up in college for four or five years. You speak from long haul experience to the NFL. On that? I do. Hmm. I do. Huh. You know anybody who was beat up for four years? I do. Uh, four and a half years, wow. by Six. the way. Playing, a, a playing wide it's open, fast offense. So they're playing more plays than a regular offense play. Hey, and he played for like 11 years. Yes, didn't he, he did. Uh, he finally went your, to the NFL. And your this son was. Year. 38 years old when he graduated yes, he, he got there though right he got there he did get there yes he did he did get there i mean people talk about byu's age your oh, son I was know. oh like a grandfather by the time he graduated he looked like it too he was bald they all thought he was like called this old man it was awesome it's really funny and nebraska plays who in the big 10 um uh, the the bye week Oh, it's a bye. So it's, it's a it's, wow. it's a week of mercy all right. for us. Uh, Good, you know the the three and five Huskers who have lost Dang. all five of their games by one score or less. Now let's play a game here. Have okay? they won in the Big Ten yet? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's see, did they win the one Northwestern fifty six oh, yeah, seven? That was that was our yeah, moment of glory. Okay, but I, w- I want you to play this game with me. Okay, you're three and five. You got to win three of the next four to qualify for a bowl. You tell me if this is going to happen. Okay, mm-hmm. Purdue, who just beat uh, yeah, Iowa. that's a tough one. Oh, okay. Purdue looked tough good one. too. Yeah, they uh, did. Ohio State. Oh, no. Okay. At Wisconsin? Um, maybe. Wisconsin's not as good as usual. Maybe. And maybe. then Iowa. So you're going to get... I'm not as high on Iowa. Okay, but you're going to get... Uh, you could get those two. Nebraska's going to get uh, three no. out of those four? I don't think so. No, they're not. No, not three out of the four. I don't think they are. And if they don't, is Scott Frost going to be fired with mm. another losing season? No? No. no. Okay. Uh, I'd like to see Dinglewitz right. go from Missouri, I'll tell you that. Yeah, he's done nothing. He's done. I know. Nothing. I know. Wait, it's, wait, I know. Wait. It's the second year. We've got breaking news. Rob has just discovered something. Nebraska apparently going to lose this week to the bye week and fall to three and six. I don't think that's accurate, man. I don't think that's right. That's funny. I mean, uh, it's, it's really funny. nice, Rob. Okay, it's possible. That's, awesome. that's nice. I like that. That's awesome. Sadly, <laughs> I think Missouri. Sadly, I think Missouri's going to do the same. Yeah. Might. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More coming up. Gray Unleashed. I uh, got some tweets here. Oh, this is... I was wondering uh, who bought our cookies yeah, at, yeah. The, at yeah. the big auction. And it was Edwin. Edwin Del Carpio. Okay. Del Carpio. Uh, I won the cookies for a year from Kexi at nice. uh, the Mercury what? Charity o- Silent Auction last weekend. So it w- didn't really win them, right? No, you, you bought bid them. On them. Yeah, you bid on them. You bid on them. How much do they pay? I, I want to know how much you paid. Uh oh. So call us, Edwin. I want to know. I haven't heard. Yeah, I asked too, I and nobody know. told me. I don't know. Uh, maybe Jeffy or Keith would like me to eat some of these delicious cookies. Um. I think you, 
Oh, help! Help <coughs> eat! Oh, help eat! Oh, yes! Okay, help me eat, eat some of these. Thank yeah, you. right. Thank you. Right. Okay, so uh, oh, the no, they didn't. Edwin, they did not pay for him. But he's. It's, they it, did not. Pay. It's a gift. It's no. his to give. No. Yeah. No, they didn't pay. You did. What is that? You man? were That's generous. Just... Oh, and, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Help the kids. The chi- the children. <laughs> the children. Oh. Edwin helped the children. Yeah, in a different way than the you do. Children, the twelve-year-old boy children. Yeah, I helped them too. <laughs> no, don't, don't. I helped the twelve-year-old boy children Please, no with more Jesus juice. No help. And sleepovers. Mm-mm. And we watch movies. Sure you do. I love the children. Oh, let the twelve-year-old boy children. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, thank you. And by the way, if you'd like to get some Kexi cookies, you don't have to pay probably as much as Edwin did, but. Um, uh, We've got some incredible fall cookies that are really, really delicious. Mm. We have the cinnamon roll uh, cookie that is incredible. It's incredible. Kexi.com if you want to try them out. Yeah, don't be looking for them. They're not here. Some of you are going to pull them out. They are not here. Nope, they're not here. These incredible flavors. But you can go to Kexi.com and order some if you want. Can I? Yeah, you can. Is that possible? It is possible. Mm. It is possible. (laughs) <laughs> so if I order from Kexi, right, uh-huh. and 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 you'll you'll make the delivery, right? Oh yeah, sure. I'll right? show up right at your door with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Just so keep is, watching for them. Is there a road between my house and Kexi? Just not between my yes. house and your house? Yes, uh-huh. that's the case. So, huh? Yeah. Now just when you go to stand Kexi, out there and wait. Yeah, just stand out and wait. <laughs> I'll drive right up, hand them to you okay. personally. I'll have the camera rolling, uh, and then we'll be uh-huh. sure to tweet that out. And... In the beginning, I did that a few times. I know. Mm, it was I, fun. I, it was I really fun. I have seen uh, official photographs mm-hmm. of those deliveries being made. Yep, those photographs exist somewhere out there. Uh, we got from Bill Mays Deer. Bill Mays Deer? Dill, Dill, wait, is that Mays or Mayo? I don't know. I can't tell. I am really surprised you guys have not talked about the irony of Rage Against the Machine requiring <laughs> Vax cards to enter their concerts. I love I it. Mean, uh, yeah, they're raging against the machine yeah. while they're caving into the machine. I yeah. love I mean, that. we have talked about what happened to the rock and roll, what happened to music. Yeah, I mean, it musicians. should be cave into the machine. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Change their stinking name now. Right. Nobody's doing protest songs. Right. Well, except for a handful. Anybody with the name Five with the word Five in their <laughs> right. name. Right. Yeah, that's all. I think that is a new rule. It actually. is a new rule. Yeah. yeah. Uh, five times August. Five times August. Uh, five. Five finger, for fighting. Five for fighting. Five, five finger death punch. Finger death, death punch. punch. Love those. Niner. Yeah. And no, wait, no, no. no fiver. 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 All right. So that is awesome, it's though. A, these dingleberries a, rage against the machine. Yeah, come Shut on. Jeez. Yeah. What sellouts? What absolute sellouts? Why don't you do Barry Manilow music? Huh? Hmm? Why don't you do that now, too? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> air Supply. Maybe you could sing old Air Supply songs. Oh, I want light rock favorites yes, from the from 80s. Rage Against the, the Machine. Machine. Covered by Machine. Rage Against Chris the Machine. Chris yes. yes. Lady in Red. I want to hear Lady in Red from Rage Against the Machine now. <laughs> Rage Against the Machine does Enya. <laughs> Enya. Yes. Whitney Houston. <laughs> DeBarge. Oh, that'd be, oh, be great. Debarges, oh, no. I know. Wait, what do you mean? Debarge. What's wrong with Debarge? It's a different man. category. What do you mean messing? Paying homage <laughs> via rage. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, all right. Here's how ridiculous things have gotten. Uh, they are now vaccinating sc- 
skunks. <laughs> oh, so they can go to the Why Rage Against ridiculous? the Machine <laughs> Yes. Yes. Why is that ridiculous? Um, because they're skunks. He just said it. Don't sniff them. <laughs> Don't sniff them. <laughs> All right. Look at this video. Oh, this is a video. Oh, there's yeah, there is. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That's stupid. I mean, come on now. They're vaccinating animals all over the country at zoos. Skunks. <sighs> Why isn't the skunk fighting back? Right Acidine. Now? Yeah. He should be doing his little skunk pee dance on How him. many skunks died after getting the vaccine? <laughs> yeah. But they would have died anyway. It had nothing right. to do with the vaccine. Just oh. want to make that clear. Right. Yeah, Thank just, you. yeah. Right. Thank you. We just, lo- just-, we just lost uh, <laughs> one of the big snow tigers or something to, to COVID. We did? Yeah. A snow tiger died from COVID? Uh, yeah. There's you animals know, getting sick with COVID in the zoos around darn, the world. I don't want that. And they happen. just killed a bunch of, what was it, the minks mm-hmm. in Europe? Why? Yeah. COVID-19. COVID. Oh, okay. Coronavirus. Oh. Can I just say, when I see a video like that, mm-hmm. I just think these pharmaceutical companies, which I guess... It's a different. It is a different it, vaccine. Oh, is it okay? Yeah. But but so nobody's making money off of it. It just, is different. They're not. They're not seeing this happening. This these contracts with zoos and just laughing, just howling with laughter. Oh my gosh, they're putting this in these animals. This is awesome, and the stock price just goes up. And I'll up. give you that. But it is a different mix. Yeah. Is it? Oh, yeah. now you can mix and match. I hear. Oh, that's for neat. the boosters. Okay. For the boosters, you can mix and match. Now, they claim that the Moderna is still the best mm. uh, for the boosters, but if you didn't, you, mm. they don't, it doesn't matter. If you had the Johnson & Johnson, oh, that's you can great. get the Pfizer You're going to get the booster, too, when it comes time? Well, I had that question. Now, if, if someone is, uh, you know, double vaccinated, mm-hmm. uh, if since the boosters are now available, are you vaccinated at all? Does anybody... You, unless you've got the booster now? I don't think so. Corby... It doesn't count. Honestly, mm. does anybody remember... I, I, what, I don't know. ...what it's called when you were a kid and you'd go up to the little Coke machine, right? And you'd mix them all up. Do you remember what that was called? No. Stealing? No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I wish... Where's, where's Rob's microphone? Why did they take Rob's microphone away? Exactly. They called it, I want a suicide drink. And you'd go up and you'd mix and mm. match. Mm-hmm. Just ironic little fun tidbit there for you. That is ironic. Isn't that ironic? Some irony there. Don't you think? But you weren't committing suicide. Oh, shut up. Get out. (laughs) All right. What else you got over there? What else you got over there in the world of uh, vaccine fun? Uh, Well, this isn't vaccine fun, but there's a Marine who is suing Walmart because they wouldn't fulfill a prescription on ivermectin. Now, I really want these pharmacies. I do, too. To stop the nonsense. I do, too. Okay, this is asinine. And you should be sued. Everybody who denies a prescription that comes from a doctor. Agreed. And then you know better? No. You don't know. What what if they have tapeworm? (laughs) You don't know they don't, right? Right. Right. So if it's a problem with other medications, then contact my physician. But that doesn't give you the right to stop and not fill my prescription. No, it does not. I freaking hate that. No, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Steve Dace uh, announced yesterday on his show that uh, they're going to launch a federal lawsuit against Walmart based uh, on this exact stuff. Yeah, on the Good. Mar- this Marine Bill mm-hmm. Salyer was on his show yesterday, mm-hmm. and so he tested positive for COVID nineteen. <clears throat> After his diagnosis, he attempted to receive monoclonal antibody treatments, uh, but his requests were ignored mm-hmm. on the monoclonal antibodies. Unreal. God. So he said, we never so much as heard a word back, not even an acknowledgement that the request had put, been put in. So he then went to a clinic that had one monoclonal treatment, 
but they were saving it for a more severe case. Okay. He then asked for ivermectin, but the clinic refused to treat him with it because the FDA has not cleared the drug for treatment of COVID-19. So he finally went to a place that finally gave him the prescription, took it to Walmart, and they said no. So now he's he's suing them. I actually heard from some friends uh, who live in Utah, and uh, their whole family has COVID now. And so they're dealing with some other people in the hospital that were also suffering from COVID, and one had a very serious case. I mean, so severe that they were at death's door. And they were, the family was begging the hospital to use ivermectin, and they wouldn't. So the family uh, went and found a prescription somewhere and filled it at a mom-and-pop uh, pharmacy and then snuck it into the hospital uh-huh. and self-administered <laughs> the ivermectin. And it killed everyone on the floor. Did Either it, that the or entire their floor loved of the hospital. one got better. Oh. He survived, got better, and is now out I'm of the sure hospital. It was a complete coincidence. I'm sure the hospital yes. took credit for saving I'm sure they did. Oh, look. Uh, sure they did. You sitting here on a ventilator fixed you. I mean, How many times has that happened, by the way? Ridiculous. Right. Right. And to say that there's no clinical proof is, I mean, it's a lie. It happens it's over and over and over and over again. You hear these stories, and all of them are lies? Right, right. Are, are we supposed no. to believe that every one of these ivermectin stories are made up? Because they're not. No, they are not. Uh, so it's despicable when people take this into their own hands, and they won't listen to even a doctor who prescribes this stuff. Uh, one of these... I was just reading about one where he couldn't get the prescription, and so he actually said... So I had to go to a feed store and get the horse paste. And I took that. And guess what? What? It worked. What? The horse paste. Yeah, because it's no. it, because the it's horse the, dewormer. I mean, you don't take the dosage for the horse. Right. Hopefully not. <laughs> horse weighs just a tad more. Well, it depends on who we're talking Again, about. Again, it depends. Again. Precise. There's case by per, case. Per present company excluded. Mm. The horse Why weighs more. Right. In most cases, in most than the case. human, right? And so, and in other so words, you adjust accordingly. Some individuals <laughs> might have to um, take more than you would give to your, your, horse. your typical horse. Yes. Wow. <clears throat> yes. Those I mean, I don't know. I couldn't think those. of anybody right off. Oh, you hand. can't. Not necessarily. Really. Really. Huh. So funny because I thought you could. No. Yeah. Oh, he can. <laughs> <laughs> Open your eyes, Matt. <laughs> huh. And it's ridiculous. It's, it, it, it truly is. It's I mean, It's life and death, man. It is. Yeah. This yep. isn't a, oh, I had athlete's foot for an extra week because the doctor wouldn't give me ivermectin. It's uh, a little more serious than that in some cases. Yes. And they and they, they want us to believe that this is the worst pandemic in a millennia. Well, then mm-hmm. why aren't you allowing for any kind of treatment to maybe stop it? Right. Oh, it's madness. Right. I mean, we hear all the time, or frequently, that uh, you know people are really, really sick and need to have some medicine that's costs eight billion dollars, and the insurance won't cover it. Mm-hmm. So we started a GoFundMe for a little Billy because he needs this medicine, but we can't get the ivermectin to a patient who is on death's door. Yeah, to a, to at least try when, to save their life when everything else has failed. Right? Why wouldn't you try it? Why wouldn't you? What, well, what do you have to lose FDA. when they're going to die anyway? Oh, the FDA is... So a, what? Uh, right. So what? Give it a shot. Let's see if it saves their lives. 
Jeez, that's unbelievable. You know Neil Cavuto contracted COVID-19 now? Oh, wow. Fully vaccinated Neil Cavuto. Now, it would have been way worse for him had he not been vaccinated. <laughs> we keep hearing that fr- that refrain. Yeah. Uh, we, yeah. If I weren't fully vaxxed, oh, it would have been so much <laughs> worse. Yeah. Die screaming that way. Instead of just dying. It's always followed up with, uh, well, yeah, they got the virus. But, yeah, this, and yes, this was supposed to prevent getting the virus. But it would have been so much worse. They even say that about people who die after being fully vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, It would have been so much worse, though, for them. They died. How much worse can it get than that? Oh, man. I'm going to ask the question again. How much worse (laughs) can it get than dead? Extra dead? Would they have been super dead? Mm-hmm. Super Doppler dead. Yeah. Extra crispy. Dead. <laughs> so stupid. It would have been so much worse for him. Really? Um, they're not breathing and their brain function stopped, as did their heart. Uh, and they have no, mm-hmm. no motor skills anymore. No breathing skills so like anymore. If, you're, if, you're, if you die, <laughs> yeah, you have no motor no skills. No motor skills right? whatsoever, no. Yeah. Trying to it's push bad. on me right now? That's what I'm saying. Okay. It's kind of bad. <laughs> wow. I don't know if it can get worse than that. You lost all your motor skills and your brain function and your breathing ability. Um, and your heart stopped. What well, do you, you mentioned want? You threw the heart in yeah, there. Yeah, the, the heart, heart stopped. stopped. <laughs> The blood's not circulating anymore. Okay. Um, what else can happen to them? What else? <laughs> well, their hair fell out. Oh. Oh. Okay. That must have been an underlying <laughs> issue. I didn't have anything to do with COVID. <laughs> it's just so stupid. Uh, some people are standing up to it, though. In and Out Burger, one of their locations was forced to shut down. Because employees refused to check vaccination status of the customers that came in. They said, look, we're not going to be COVID police. Thank you. We're not going to do that. No. Thank you. And so they got shut down for it. This is, but they, you know, their, uh, was this their CEO that said, yeah, this is clear government overreach. Thank you. Yeah, Boy, I'm think? hungry for an In-N-Out burger all of a sudden. Me too. Yeah, that's probably California. I mean, they're Cal- yeah. In-N-Out, right? In-N-Out's California, so. You mean yeah. there? Government, yeah, I mean, government overreach. Yeah. Got to be something. Yeah, because they're used to a lot, uh, you are kidding. lot of government. There's a lot of reaching going on in California. And he said he refuses Ooh. to force employees Thank to you. be vaccination police for any government. Any government. Uh, that's so great. Yeah, based in Irvine, California. That's amazing. They need to move. They need to move their headquarters to, to Texas. Know, Texas. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> uh, Seattle Fire and Police discharged for noncompliance with the vaccine mandate. Yeah. Uh, turned in their boots at City Hall. Here's, okay. here's a look at uh, that going on. There we go. People just taking a stand all over the country. God bless them. This cannot be easy for no. anyone Are you to kidding decide. Me? Look at this right. guy's even got a One little guy's baby. turning in his kid. <laughs> right? What, is this? <laughs> what the heck is it's going on? It's not an on? adoption center, bro. It's for your boots. <laughs> if I'd known I could do that, I'm turning mine in, too. <laughs> Wait, what? Might be a little late for that. I know. Yeah, might be a little uh, late. I mean, this is happening all across America. <laughs> but Jeez, We saw your kids at that event. They're fully grown people now. <laughs> I know. Good I, golly, I what know. happened there? I don't know. Haven't I, You know, I, I took know. my eye off them for two, two years, and, and now they're fully grown adults. I know. That's incredible. 
Grown ass adults. Grown ass adults. As the saying goes. <laughs> That's what the saying is. That's what the I saying know. is. Oh, man. What, what was that last week? Uh, I forgot. Uh, it was, in, was it one of the NBA players? Mm. Grown ass man. No, it was because they, they said it was a grown ass city or I, I something. I don't know. But somebody like tweeted that. out that I love that uh, great ass show or something like that, talking about your show. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You gotta put it in there. <laughs> it really emphasizes you you the point, it you there. know? It does. <laughs> it just does. But hey, it does. it's nice to see not only people standing up like these firefighters in Seattle, mm-hmm. in and out Burger CEO defending his mm-hmm. um, employees from getting these mandates, but now, you know, Delta said, we're not going to impose it. Southwest Airlines saying, okay, we were just Southwest kidding. Southwest caved. Yeah, we're not, we're not going to go with the unpaid. Well, Delta's leave. been on top. I mean, Delta's pretty strong anyway. They've been really, they really have. strong on their employees <laughs> to get vaccinated anyway. Mm-hmm. And and they have, and those employees have come along. So, you know, they're, well, they're stand-up the to, the, stand to the government mandate is a cute little stand You're right, you're right, because isn't Delta the ones that said, yeah, and your health premiums are going to be higher now? Yeah, I mean, but that the health premium thing, that's been, health companies have been doing that for years. For the COVID-19 no, vaccine? No, but they charge you more if you're, you if know, you if you smoke. don't go to the gym, mm-hmm. if right. you smoke, No, they don't, if no, you get a discount if you go to the gym, and they charge you more if you smoke, okay? So there's a benefit for good behavior, and there's a penalty for risky behavior. But this crap here with this unproven vaccine that didn't exist a year ago, now we're punishing people monetarily through their paychecks? Screw that. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Smoke it. Get another insurance company. Smack you down. Yeah, and if you you smoke it, then then they'll charge you more for that. That was a smackdown right there. Was it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Okay. (laughs) But that's good, though, that these these skunks at the zoo, at least their premiums aren't going to (laughs) go up. Yes, right. Right. The skunks at the zoo aren't going to pass it along to their neighbors. Well, they might if they don't wear their mask. Correct. Let's see if the skunks wear their masks. Because you got to do that too, right? Well, yeah. It's a pandemic th- of the unvaccinated skunks. Are they going to mask the animals too? Because I'd like to see mask. that happen. I'd like to see that. No, happen. you wouldn't, because we've had videos of that. <laughs> the lady walking her dog. Yeah, and we, they sell them yeah. on Amazon. Remember? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, meanwhile, OSHA doesn't want to discourage people from getting vaccinated, so it's just going to bar the reporting of adverse reactions now. Oh, good. So it's like it never happened. Yeah. Are adverse reactions to the COVID-19 recordable on the OSHA record-keeping log? Oh, what does the answer say? OSHA will not enforce 29 CFR 1904's recording requirements to require any employees to record worker side effects from COVID-19 vaccination, at least through May 2022. Wow. Okay. Well, then it just didn't happen if you didn't record it. Am I right? That's right. If you don't record it. It did not happen. So what's going to happen is... I thought we weren't keeping track of the deaths, and the breakthrough deaths too, right? Those numbers were being, weren't being saved either. But I read a story yeah. yesterday that showed, that t- set a number mm-hmm. of the breakthrough deaths. And I thought, and it was like 7,000 or something like that. And I, and, and I thought, well, A, that seems low. Mm-hmm. But I... I mean, I was really surprised that they were reporting that because I thought those numbers. It's going to be all fascinating when you see the, the the death charts hmm. and the adverse uh, reaction charts, and it's like, oh my gosh, look, it got so much better. Uh, that's because we're yeah, we're not, we're not reporting, reporting. right? Hmm. Yeah, either that or it's just 
Yeah. More safe now. That must be what it is. And so what happens now, though, really? I mean, with, say, those firefighters who were, you know, walking their boots or their kids to turn in, uh, you know, that because they're not vaccinated. I mean, do we just hire them as a private fire department yes. for cities now? Yes. And yes. the cities just have their own That'd private. That'd be a good idea, you know, Neighborhoods have their own private mm-hmm. fire departments, own private police departments. That's a great idea. That's what I'm um, saying. You know. I, I've been saying. Then they have a job. We yeah. need hospitals. Yeah, where yeah. the unvaxed are allowed to be treated. Because I, mean, I, t- I joked around chewing the fat about you know unvaxed air. I mean that's just what's going to happen. This is medical apartheid. That's all. It well, is. what's happening is we're splitting apart mm-hmm. as as a people. We're just splitting apart. I know. Down um, social issue uh, divisions, uh, political issue divisions. We've got now this medical issue division, right. and so maybe at some point we just do. Well, okay, everybody who doesn't want to be vaccinated, uh, come to Texas. Yeah, we get Texas and Montana. You guys can have New York and California. Mm-hmm. Or and maybe then, we just start a country that, with something called um, a constitution. Yeah, freedom. Maybe we just write a constitution. Liberty. With, what would yeah. that be Pe- like? People today would never Behold go for these that. truths to be self-evident. <laughs> All men and women created by you, you, the, you know the, you know the, the thing. thing. You know the yeah. thing. Maybe you know the thing. Do I don't have to like tell that. you about it. You know. So here's a question. If we have... If we break apart, right, and California is on one side, and they're basically the same entity as New York, mm-hmm. but they have to fly over us here in the in the flyover country. Charge them. Do we, do we charge? How do we Damn do that? Right we do, do we shoot them down? Shoot do, we them down. Them, do, we, do we let them? We tell them use not our airspace to violate our airspace. Right. Yeah. Right. If you do, you're going to be shot. Down. I like yeah. it. Okay. Make, make them right. go down through Mexico we'll and escort up around. Them. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, I mean, that's what that's what the Soviet Union does. You that's what the Russia does. That's Air what China, National Guard. That's right. <laughs> and you escort them out of our. That's airspace. right. You got about you got about three minutes to redirect this bad boy. <laughs> yeah. We give them one flight a day. Yeah. <laughs> Back and forth. That's it. Mm. <clears throat> All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We didn't get to this. But did you see, uh, President Trump said that Thomas Jefferson was the main author of the Constitution. Oh, d- please don't do this. No, honey. What's wrong with that? <laughs> well, it's you know the thing. Not exactly accurate is the only problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, James Madison. I mean, ooh, yeah. But you're you saying know. Tommy wasn't there. Governor Morris. No, he wasn't there. Actually, no, he was in France at you the gotta, time. You got it. You got it. He was actually hold, hold in on. France. You're saying Tommy didn't have anything to do with it. I'm there saying was no... he had very little to do with it. They emailed him on a couple of things. Yeah, they kicked like, him out of the country okay, that's what I'm so that he wouldn't have influence over it. And George Mason does not get enough credit for the Bill of Rights. No, he doesn't. No, he does not. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We will uh, be back again tomorrow.